Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of The Host Show. I am your host, Jasper Rivers, and we release a new episode of this show every single Monday. And in these episodes, I interview Airbnb hosts from all around the world to share their stories and provide tips and tricks on how to get started and be successful as an Airbnb host. Now, this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting yourself out of the daily operations. So that frees up your time so you can become the CEO of your business instead of the manager and really focus on those higher level tasks that move the needle and allow you to grow. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com X. Now let's dive into today's episode. Enjoy the show. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Welcome to podcast episode 527 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today I'm very excited to have on the show Miss Leo. Walton, he is the co-founder of Superhawk, which is a risk management toolkit for short-term rental managers. So it's all about like how do we keep our Airbnbs and our, our units safe? How do we prevent the wrong guests from, from booking our properties and, and a lot more? So I'm excited to dive into it. Leo, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jasper. It's great to be here, my friend. Yeah, it's great to have you on. I'm excited to dive into this. You know, obviously there's a, since Corona started, a couple of years back, I think there's been a, a, a more of a shift towards like the more awareness around on sort of rental house, like like how do we keep our places safe, right? Because we had like the what they call them the pandemic partiers or something like that. Oh yeah, like suddenly all these parties erupted everywhere in Airbnbs. The vacation rental home suddenly became the nightclub, right? It became it, it, <laughs> instead of it just being the hey come back to ours after party that normally dwindles before you've left the club. It became the club. So yeah, it certainly was a lively couple of years. I also think that during that time, many operators finally moved away from doing face-to-face check-ins. And that was another, I think, another serious, seriously important moment for the industry when it comes to scaling, growing, cutting costs, all that sort of stuff, and using technology to do it better, slicker, and, and safer, quite frankly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of people went to self-check-ins, right? So... Awesome, man. Well, we're, so we're we're talking about talking. How do we screen our guests? I know Superhog has a number of tools that you can use to do all sorts of cool stuff when it comes to deposits and. But yeah, wh- why don't you give us a quick background of your who you are sure. and and what Superhog is? Yeah, so I've been in the industry since 2012. I joined One Fine Stay as one of their early early hires to help grow out the business around the time of the London 2012 Olympics. And then obviously, you know, moved on when the time was right to, to help start Superhog. And our focus has always been on building tools for hosts and operators to, to make the experience safer and make the hosting world less fraught with danger of fraud, criminality, risk, all of that stuff. And I think it's an amazing industry, right, Jasper? Like, I know you're obviously a big, a big fan of it, too. It's, it's so exciting that 365 days a year, you can be taking bookings across multiple booking channels and your direct booking website. I mean, that's cool, isn't it? Like, you know, you're sat, 
maybe you're asleep and somewhere in the world someone's looking at your property and booking it. But what that does mean is gone are the days of your client calling you up because they found something that you put in a brochure or a magazine or a newspaper, them turning up, you meeting them face to face, handing over keys and then seeing them in two weeks. And they've done quite a reasonable job of cleaning the place. Like that's analog, you know, that's vacation rental from a previous time. Really, the excitement of the industry is that you can generate a lot of income, you can grow a business, you can scale, but with it come different types of risks. And I think that's super, super important is that if you don't have, and I'll probably come back to this phrase, a risk management strategy for your business, then you're essentially accepting that at certain points, you're going to have some losses. You're going to have, you're going to have a chargeback. You're going to have a stolen credit card. You're going to have a party. You're going to have someone dealing drugs, organizing professional house parties. Something of that nature is going to happen in one of your properties. And it's going to make it doubly harder for you to retrieve the relationship with your landlord, your host, whoever it is, and it's going to affect your growth. And so ultimately, it's an idea that's essentially come of age around this phenomenon of tech-enabled home sharing. And we're from that world. It's the world that we've also grown up in. And so we, we, we hopefully have a really good understanding of it. So that's the premise of what we're doing. And I know, you know you'll ask me more and we'll dig into certain nuances, but essentially, we're a trust and safety business. And the first port of call for any trust and safety element is screening guests. It's making sure that you know in a really timely and really concise fashion that the guest is safe and they are who they say they are. And it needs to be really customer centric. You shouldn't be asking people questions that are just going to annoy them and slow them down. And you don't necessarily need to biometrically screen them if you don't want to. There's checks you can do on them to make sure that you know they're there, they're genuine, they're using real information, and there's no history of fraud. And they're not, you know, you know what IP address they're using. There's, there's really quick, easy things you can do to, to set that guest up to make sure that you're confident you know who you are. And that, again, that doesn't have to be big and scary. It doesn't have to be making a guest jump through lots of hoops. Yeah. I remember when I first started taking dire bookings, like when I started in 2012, I was making so much money on Airbnb. I never saw any reason to use anything but Airbnb, right? But I started mm -hmm. hearing all these people like, hey, direct bookings, you know, so I started I started taking direct bookings. And then that, my first thought was when I got my first direct booking was like, I don't know who this person is. Where can I see the reviews? You know, like there's no verification or at least identity ID or anything like that. So I was like, how do I do that? So it's, my question to you would be like, do you think a tool like a risk management tool does that only apply to direct bookings or should it also, does it also apply to Airbnb hosts? Yeah, so it's a really good question. I'll start by saying that there's a Warren Buffett quote, which is, um, is actually in the context of investment and business, but it's so relevant here, which is that it's only, when the, it's only when the tide goes out that you can tell who's been swimming with their pants down. And I think that's super important here. So whether you're using an OTA or a direct booking, it's super important to be in control of your own risk management strategy because you don't want to be at the mercy of somebody else's process and checks, right? And different OTAs do a, do a, a varying amount of checks for you, but none will be checking external sources online to check the validity of somebody's details. None of them will be checking someone's IP address, checking whether a mobile phone is registered to someone. And clearly, they won't have the collective database that someone like us have about what's been happening across the industry to be able to inform whether a guest has committed damage in a property itself somewhere in the world, because they only know what they know. They only know their own data. So essentially, you do need a coordinated effort to solve this problem. So I would say ultimately, direct or OTA or Airbnb, you know, you should 
be using your own tools. But clearly, if you're taking a direct booking, you are then having that feeling of, oh, I'm on my own. You know, it's, it, it, it feels a little bit more like it's the Wild West. And so there's some very quick, simple guardrails you can put on your booking process to very quickly make it feel really safe for you and more importantly, really safe for your host. Like, you know, you want them to know that they're working with a verified business that takes trust and safety seriously. So trust is two ways. It's a two-way street. And that should be able to help you grow and develop your, your direct booking website. This idea that you have some guardrails. And I would say the key thing is, and again, of course, you can ID check people and make cross-references against their passports and driving license. But a lot of people don't like that. But what I would suggest you do is collect name, email, phone number, home address, date of birth, telephone number. And you can do a lot with that information. Someone like Superhog can check the validity of those details, what IP address they're browsing from, and check external databases to make sure that the, the information has not been linked to fraud. So that's the first and foremost thing I would say is OTA or not, you want to control your own risk. You don't want to be reliant on someone else. Mm -hmm. How does Superhog check that information? Is there like a database or something out there that you guys connect to where you cross-reference yeah. like data? Multiple databases, multiple. So, so this is this is the real important thing about what we do, and this is our this is our day job. So it's very it's very deep and extensive. We work to find external databases that will show areas of the internet where people go and find fake information, so fake emails and fake phone numbers. We have a, a map of those, and then our own internal database to check against previous records that have happened anywhere else in the world where we've been looking at. So it's Superhawk database itself, external databases that check the validity, and also is a mobile registered to somebody? How old is the email address? What is the social media attached to that email address? What is the sentiment of that social media? And then it's a separate bit of technology that will read the IP address and be able to tell you, okay, they've told you they want to stay in New York and that they live in Boston, but clearly the IP address is also New York. So is that a Friday night house party that's being organized? So it's just pulling all these key data points together to give you, as a property manager, the, the trigger, the alert to say, this looks suspicious. Let's ask some more questions. Let's find out. Or actually, we have reason to believe these details are fraudulent. So don't ask any questions. Just cancel the booking. Mm. How does Superhog express that information? Is it, do you get like a, a risk score or something for every guest from zero to 10 or... What does that yeah, like? it's, a, it's a risk score, but also a trigger to say, definitely don't take this booking and, and more of a kind of raising flag. So if we've raised a flag on something, you'll be able to see where we think there's a concern and then we'll, 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 we'll contact you. We'll email you. Let's try and have a phone call. Let's talk it through so that you know what you're letting yourself in for. But then there'll also be a point where we'll say, no, this is just, this is just wrong. And also we'll get onto this, I'm sure, but you know, we also take credit card details for certain products that we provide to our clients. That information then gets run through 3D Secure, where that person has to go and verify that information with their bank and log into their bank to say the transaction was theirs. This is really important because it will help reduce, remove the stolen credit card chargeback, which is all too common. Yeah, that's a nasty one, the credit card chargeback. I had a, a one-month booking at my, my unit in Colombia. It was like actually one of my first bookings that turned out it was a, a fraudulent credit card. But we didn't find out after like... A month or something. Like it took a while before we even found out. Yeah, it's it's terrible, isn't it? And you you put all that effort into the service and then suddenly you you know that's revenue that you're you're counting on to do other things than your business, grow, scale, pay staff, 
organized logistics and, and it just it, it's completely killer we've had businesses we've started working with who have multiple thousands of pounds of chargebacks every month and we've been able to get that under control for them because ultimately you always need to collect the evidence anyway because someone might try a chargeback because they say they're not happy with the service so within a super hard guest journey we always suggest that our property managers and hosts put a link to their a link out to their rental agreement that the, the guest has to tick because then you can put things like what your service agreement is what your cancellation policy is to really try and remove all those other kind of incidents of let's call it friendly fraud where the guest is saying no i did stay but they didn't deliver me towels for three hours or we didn't stay but we cancelled and they we don't agree with the cancellation policy and you can say well look you present that to the bank and say, well, you did sign that cancellation policy and you did sign that that that, that was the terms of service and that it might take three hours to reply to an email. So it's this phrase again, risk management strategy, right? We can help you build one because, you know, there's lots of lots of nuances to, to charge backs, but they're just essentially a massive pain. But the most important thing, if you're worried about chargebacks and chargebacks are a problem for you, is use us to independently verify their bank details through 3D Secure by either having us do your damage deposits or your waivers or both. You know, you can give the guest the option between a waiver and a damage deposit. And this is really important because the small damage problem is is huge in vacation rentals. And we think the best way to deal with it is to provide the, the guest with an opportunity to either buy the damage deposit option, we'll hold that for you and only remit that money to you if you report damage to us, or you give the guest the option to pay a non-refundable fee typically about $50. We'll remit that fee to you minus a small handling fee of typically $5. So you receive $45 of booking and then any damage you get up to say $500, you use that waiver money that you've been collecting to pay for it. And if you give the guests the option between pay a traditional deposit and pay a waiver, in about 85% of cases, they'll choose the waiver. So it becomes a really, really interesting revenue line for your business. Clearly, you charge it such that you're not losing money on it. You're making money on it. You've always got money in the in the account to pay for damages when they come up and hopefully some at the end of the month to pay for the admin time around sorting these things out. How often as hosts and property managers do you wish you could actually bill your time for something that you've had to work on, but you, you know you never can. This, this is hopefully giving you that fund to be able to do that. And I think it's super important. And more importantly, again, I referenced this earlier when you asked me about OTAs versus direct bookings and where it's relevant. It's about being in control of your strategy. So the idea that you're not waiting on somebody else to pay you $50, $80, $100 for something, you've got a bank account full of the fees ready to pay that. So if you're working with landlords, you don't own your properties, you can make sure you're always delighting your landlords by paying for little bits and bobs when they they go wrong. Or, Or if you're working with direct owners, even better, you know, they're very attached to their homes, you want to make sure you can pay them out. And if they're your properties, well, of course, you want to make sure you can fix them up and keep them in good working order. So that's clearly what, you know, you're killing two birds with one stone there, because you're able to verify someone's bank details, make sure they're not stolen, link it back to the ID, the, the background checks or the ID checks that we can also do for you all in one, but you're also monetizing it and creating a revenue stream for your business. That's a really interesting one the you know creating the revenue stream it's almost like you're you become your own little insurance company mm. right <laughs> and yeah it's it's interesting because because the amount is smaller right you're offering like hey pay me 50 dollars, and then any damages under 500 bucks i won't we won't charge you or pay me like a a 400 or 300 security deposit or 500 mm. security deposit right um, yeah 500 versus 50 
right? Like, I think psychologically, we're so drawn to that number 50 because it's so much lower that we're like, you know what? It's the same as, you know, every time I rent a car, I take the insurance, even though I look mm -hmm. at it and I think like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Like the amount of money that I'm paying for this insurance, you know, compared to like the chance that there's actually damage on the car. Like I know it doesn't make sense. And I feel like a lot of rental car companies is that's actually where they make their money. It's not renting out the cars. It's the insurance policies that they offer. But I guess the, the reason I always take it is just because I don't want to deal with the, the trouble. Right. And, and I, I imagine this might be for Airbnb guests too, where they're thinking, you know what, I'm just going to pay the 50 bucks. Then if mm -hmm. there's damages, I don't have to like get through the resolution center on Airbnb or like get through like, you know, the whole dealing with the issue essentially. Right. Is that, is that okay. why you think that most 85% of people take that option? Yeah, I think you're, you're bang on the money, Jasper. And I'm a terrible parker, by the way. So I always take the excess protection. My partner has to get out of the car and almost direct me in. And she's always like, why don't you just rent a car with a parking sensor? I'm like, because it's too expensive. We're only away for three days. Anyway, so I'm always that guy. I'm, I'm doing that. When we travel, I'm traveling. We're traveling with our daughter who is, you know, left alone for five seconds. will have found something and pulled something down and drawn something in crayon all over a wall. So for that sort of thing, I'm always going to choose it. And it's going to be very, very light touch, the type of damage that I might do in a vacation rental. It's going to be, we need to clean a wall. We need to, we need to sand a floor. You know, it's, it's very, it's, it, it's kind of really small stuff that is best served in that way. But what I really like about it is, and remember, a lot of guests will buy it and then forget about it. They'll move on. They bought it and then they'll forget by the time their, their holiday happens that for this particular booking, they have a damage over the place. They'll be like, oh, I know we didn't have to pay a credit card. I don't think they're holding anything. Off we go. So you won't see an uptick in the type of damage you're dealing with, which is really, really important. But what you will see is an uptick in review scores when you don't have to contact people afterwards and go, I'm really sorry, but yeah, I'm really sorry, Leah, but your daughter has crayoned the wall and I need to repaint it. It's going to be $200. And then I've paid the $200 and it stings and, and maybe I don't give you that five-star review or I just don't review because I, I feel a bit annoyed about the whole thing, but kind of don't really have a leg to stand on. So it's this ability to try and improve the relationship Again, taking control, saying like, you know, you can even message that guest and say, don't worry about it. You know, we found some damage. We're going to use the waiver that you paid when you booked to collect on it. And hey, come back and book directly with us next time. Here's our company details, right? So it's about delighting, improving the experience for people and making sure that you come off as the professional, good-spirited brand that you are. And clearly, yeah, it, it, it's, just, it's just a really effective way to do that. Like, again, when we work with people, because one thing we do, as you know, Jasper, is we also provide a a $5 million guarantee for our, our clients. So if it's something you can add on to the, the, the package that we'll put together for you, we can protect you from everything north of that 500 mark all the way up to 5 million. And that for that bigger stuff, clearly we can take over all that discussion with the guests too. So you don't have to get involved in any of that. So we, we, we contact them and say, look, there's been some serious damage here to Jasper's property and we can we can arbitrate and that's really effective and our team is so good at doing that 50% of cases we're able to get the guest to pay you back directly for the damage so if you compare that to what it's like when you're trying to claim on other platforms or you know your experience of trying to get money from guests it's probably a lot lower but because we have the name recognition and the power there to say look you've gone through our screening technology and now you've clearly had a bit of a party there's going to be $2,000 worth of damage to pay. Suddenly, everybody clubs together and finds the money to pay for the broken coffee table and the, 
and the red wine staining the carpet. And it's it's really quite powerful because we're using that idea that it's about building that trust and rapport. And again, I think it's great that we can take you out of that process and we can and we can take over it for you. Back to your point as well about the it sounds like a little insurance, the waiver. It's a fantastic product in the sense that, you know, it is. It's it's like we're saying, look, you know, an insurance company, a traditional insurance company, they're not looking to provide you with tools to make bookings easier, which is where we come from. That's what we're trying to do. So for us, it's a complete logical step to create a product that just puts the tools, in this case, the cash, in the hands of PMs and hosts to make their life easier. But yeah, see it like that. You know, have 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 your control and, and take the cash from it. It is. It's completely, it's like self-insuring that small damage stuff. But clearly, what you want protection for is the big stuff in case, you know, something catastrophic happens in a property. You don't want to be sat on that liability. And that's, you know, that's where you can choose to subcontract that out to us. And again, we'll work closely with your guests to liaise. But I think the most important part of risk management is just to make sure that you tailor it towards what your bookings are. So if you know you have particularly sensitive guests, you might want to remove that ID step and not do the ID selfie step. You know, maybe it's, you feel like it's overkill, but you're going to want a background screen. Maybe you know that your properties are very, very expensive. And therefore, really, you could be charging somebody $200 as a damage waiver, but give them anonymity up to $2,000 because that's going to fit more with your customer base. You know, they're not going to want to be chased for X, Y, Z, and, and you, you can make a good uh, amount of money on the going up higher. So again, it's just about tailoring and, and putting together a strategy that works for you. I want to go back to the to the guest screening side. One question I have is like, I get a booking, whether it's on Airbnb or direct or VRBO, it doesn't matter. I get this booking and you know I have the, the Superhawk screening in place. And then the response is like, hey, this this guest, you know, there's some some alarm bells here. Right? It's not a complete no, but it's it's definitely some alarm bells. Like what what is my process then to understand this guest better and decide if I want that group to stay or not? Yeah, it's a really it's a really good question. And the first thing we do is contact. I only you. ask good questions. <laughs> Five hundred and twenty how many episodes? Five hundred and twenty seven episodes. Twenty seven. I'd, I'd expect nothing less. The uh, yeah, it, it's either a red flag, don't do it, fraud, criminality, like, you know, stayed in a stayed in a, a property that Superhog was in some way involved with and 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 problems happened, or the, the details are fraudulent, don't take the booking, the credit card is stolen, definitely don't take the booking, or we need a bit more information about this guest. If we were protecting you with our $5 million guarantee, we'd still protect you, right? But we'd say, you know, you might want to have a think about this. So we're, we're willing to provide you the $5 million protection for this guest, but you might want to look a bit closer and potentially ask them to give the contact details of some of the guests they're coming with, right? So maybe we, maybe you send out some extra links to some of the extra guests that they're staying with or call them and get more comfortable with what their reason for travel is. And maybe don't give them the waiver option, you know, charge them a $5,000 security deposit on a credit card and wait till you've received that, you receive those funds, not as a pre-auth, but you've received, hold those funds as a kind of, you know, a higher amount of self-insurance. So that that's often the way to do it. There's often a practical suggestion. Our team will support with that. But again, it's just making sure you're comfortable with it. Again, normally for us, because again, we're, we're set up the way we screen, whether we're providing the $5 million guarantee or not, because again, these are module, you choose to do it or not, we'll say yes or no. If it's a no, then we wouldn't be protecting that booking. So you, sh- you shouldn't be taking it. 
And if it's a yes, but yes, but then we can we can discuss and, and, and give you some more tips around it. But again, it's, it is about like, okay, cool. Maybe just get some more cash from this person ahead of time, or maybe go and meet them in person and read the credit card and do it face to face. Get them to come to your office, drop off bags, do a transaction, get them to tell them you need to come and see all their passports in the office, get them to come take photos of them you know, speak to them face-to-face, find out who they are, do a face-to-face check in yourself. So it's just about those training wheels again, right? Putting some training wheels on to make it all a bit safer. So let's say I'm on Airbnb and I get an Airbnb booking. Is the information that we get from Airbnb enough for you guys to make a call on how safe the booking is? Or do we need to collect additional information from our guests first to give to you? It's relevant to say that the checks that we do are different. So you might not want to get the guest to, to ID verify if they've already ID verified on Airbnb. But after the booking is is taken on Airbnb, and you would, on all your listings and website, you would reference the fact that you work with a trust and safety partner, and they're going to send them a text or an email to verify their identity. But what I would say is just take out the ID part of it. Because what we'll then do is the background screening on, on the validity of their email, the phone number registration, is it linked to them? How old's the email address? Where are they browsing from in the world? Is there any link to criminality, any link to our database that we can see? So external databases and the Superhog database. So I would say they are different things. So I would say, you know, they can sit side by side, but you would direct your guests to the fact that once the check-in is complete, once the booking process is complete, they'll then receive communication from your trust and safety partner who are going to do this check. What's a really effective way of making them go through that process? And we have a 98.6 first-time completion rate, which is incredible, right? It's just without anyone getting stuck or needing help or asking a question, 98.6 go right through. What's a really smart way of driving them to that is to include your, I need you to do this because I need to take your damage deposit or waiver as well. So I need you to do this because I need you to do this last little bit for me. And that drives them to it because they're like, oh yeah, I need to do the damage deposit. Then they land on the site. They see that they've got the option between damage deposit and waiver. Great. I only have to pay a waiver. I'll do that. And then then you send them out of the system. That, that's why we're so good at getting people through it. Plus... We'll brand it with your company's branding. So Superhog is not front and center. But, you know, they've made the booking with you. We want to help build that name recognition about around your brand because that's really good for so many reasons. But also, we don't want to confuse them because we're a third party being brought in. So it's all branded with the company's branding. Got it. So like if I get a booking at Airbnb, I would then, you know, as part of the welcome message, I would say like, hey, please click here to provide some additional information that link will go to a branded page with my yeah. brand on the Superhawk website. And that's where you collect the information that you need to then compare that to you know, verify the, the guests, basically. Yeah, spot on. And to boot, if you're working with a PMS, we're integrated with pretty much all of them. So you don't even have to send it. We'll, we'll send it through the integration we have with the PMS. Got it. Okay. Which is why I sort um, of like awesome. this. I like the I like the phrase toolkit because that's what we're doing, right? We're getting we're connecting with whatever software you use to make sure that this is as seamless as possible. And again, the focus for us is so much on guest experience. Like it's it's making sure that we get ninety eight point six percent of people through it right as quickly as possible because it, you know it, you want the guest to do it quickly, forget about it, move on, get on to the next stage, which is enjoying their holiday. Are there any services that you offer that we haven't talked about? No, I think we've done a lot, haven't we? Yeah. So it's we we screen. With or without ID, we screen. Again, you know, the, the first one is the intelligent guest screening, which is background screening, which is the most fundamentally important thing that we do. It's the, it's the, it's the, the reason we're in business. 
the waiver and deposit remittance piece, which is great. We're acting as your payment transfer and, and checking checking the, the, the validity of details. And then, yeah, the $5 million guarantee on all of that. That's an optional thing that you can add on to, to the other pieces. Awesome. Superman, well, this, is, this has been great. I know you have a special offer for our audience. So if you're listening, you can get something for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What's the offer that you want to extend to our to get paid for your pet audience? Yeah. So honored to be here. A big fan of you, Jasper, as you know. So thanks for having me on. And basically, guys, to, to convince Jasper to, you know, to make me worth talking to, I had to, I had to give you guys something good, didn't I? So we're offering the intelligent guest screening that we provide. We can set you up an intelligent guest screening account totally free for the first three months. And obviously, you'd speak to us and we'd get that built for you, connect with the PMS or give you the links if you're working directly and then help you to get started. Awesome. So we created a special link for this offer. It's getpaidforyourpet.com slash superhog. So if you type that into your browser or you can find it on the show notes of this podcast on YouTube or on Get Paid For Your Pet. But yeah, getpaidforyourpet.com forward slash superhog. That will redirect you directly to this offer from Leo here. Get the first three months free. Three months free. That's that's generous. You know, honestly... When, when I asked you for a special offer, I was like, oh, I was going to get a seven-day free trial or something. Like that. <laughs> 10% discount. Or- <laughs> <laughs> Only the best for you, Jasper. Only the best for you. We're happy to take calls, talk to you guys. You know, let, you know, I'm sure Jasper will link out to me in the, in the, in the show notes. So very happy. P- pick up the phone. Let's talk. You know, we can in- I can send you through to one of my team. We work all around the world, predominantly in the Americas and Europe, Australia, and South Africa increasingly. So yeah, we're, we're, we're around to, to feel calls. We're also working on a very cool project, which is the Book Direct Blueprint book, which is coming out on December 12th, which is we've teamed up with some amazing software companies and individuals in the space. So I, there are too many to mention because I'll, I'll, I'll leave people out, but spearheaded and orchestrated by Mark Simpson, I'll say this, has got everyone together. It's a bit, I mean, I'm not a superhero guy, superhero franchise guy, but I'll, I'll try a bit. I think, I feel like they've got, I feel like, I feel like they've got all, you know, the Avengers together or something, something like that. Who, who knows? Cut that if it's completely irrelevant. There you go. You know, <laughs> yeah. I never get anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. I mean, good, good. It, we've got a crack team that we've put together. It could be superhero related. And we're, um, yeah, book direct blueprint out on December 12th. It will be available. And that, it's part of this movement that we're helping guide people when they are taking their first set of direct bookings, what are the tools they need and how do they want to approach them. And, and obviously, our CEO, Humphrey, has done a, a chapter on, on risk and, and how to mitigate and, and manage that. Awesome. Leo, thank you so much for, for jumping on, man. This was great. Look forward to chatting with you further about all this. And uh, yeah, for the listeners, I uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Again, if you want to try out Superhog, you can go to getpaidforyourpet.com slash Superhog. You get three months of guest screening for free. So you can try it out for three months, see how it works, see if you like it. And with that said, have a great week. And we will be back on Friday with another episode. So goodbye.
Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We really hope you enjoyed the show. And if you want to learn more about hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash get started if you enjoy this podcast make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and please leave us a review on apple Podcasts for a chance to win lifetime access to the short-term rental profit academy our starter course for anybody who wants to start an airbnb business every month we select one random reviewer and give that person access to the course Um, So if you want to have a chance to win access to the course, uh, please leave us a review and then uh, you might uh, join our program pretty soon. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of The Host Show and every Friday for an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.